forgot the aspect they're doing an intro what's up everyone thanks for joining us uh tonight or whenever you're watching or listening to this um i hope you're all doing well i hope your new year's going well um hope you guys are getting some enjoyment out of uh out of hockey somehow uh, <laughs> uh you know it's been kind of Where where'd you go, Hefty Duck? Uh, uh, let me fix my camera here. Wow, I actually <laughs> like I have a mouse button that goes forward and backwards. I'm I'll fix this real quick. Um, uh, and so I hit the wrong, but I actually uh, literally touched the wrong button. Then I went back uh, a page. So, dude, it was crazy. So I'll start off with talking a little bit about the um the, the live streams I was doing for the WJC. We'll talk about WJC earlier, but I just wanted to bring this up since this is happening right now. I had the most ridiculous um where's my webcam setting come on webcam okay uh yeah real quick just gonna yoink and we're good okay so um i had technical difficulties there um during that stream and uh dude i'm so glad everyone was so nice to me because uh my internet cut out one day uh, the other day um Dish Network, uh, through NHL Network, mislabeled the the World Junior Championship, and yeah. so through the app, you couldn't access it, and that's the one game I needed. It was like the huge game too. It was um, Canada versus Sweden, um, which was such a great game. But we'll talk about that here in a bit. But um, how you been, Kev? How's your New Year going? Pretty good. Oh yeah, you know it's been uh, it's been good. You know, family, friends, you know. Watching yeah, Blue Jackets play, it's it's just been good. It's been good, and uh, looking forward to more fun stuff this upcoming year. And planning to do a lot of a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. I know you talked to me a little bit about it. Um, so I haven't really been drinking a whole lot lately. I just don't sometimes. So, um, but I currently am drinking some sort of brew. <laughs> oh, Kev's got his uh, Union Soldier beer, White Lager, made by Endeavor Brewing. Check yeah. it out if you're on a Columbus area. It's yeah. almost everywhere. That's right. Check out Union Soldier, the new Blue Jackets themed beer for Union Blue Soldiers made by Endeavor Brewing. It's available at most bars in Columbus and available at many stores in the Columbus, <laughs> Columbus area. And you can go to Endeavor Brewing and get it on tap or a four-pack or a case and bring it home. That's what I did when I was in Columbus this past October to see the Blue Jackets play. I went to Endeavor Brewing and got, uh, you know, uh, four cases of this and brought it home. And I've shared it with my family and friends, and they loved it. It's a fun Blue Jacket-themed beer, and you should try it. Just my opinion. Um, and something else here recently. Um, so uh, I just want to talk about this real quick. Uh, so the the hockey podcast network, um, YouTube, is at two thousand nine hundred and ninety seven subscribers. Yeah. At three thousand subscribers on the THPN, the hockey podcast network YouTube, they're giving away. They're doing a merch giveaway. So make sure you head over there. Um, that's our partner that you know allows us to, uh, or helps us be able to do um, you know such a great production. Well fairly good production um and everything and gives us gives us some uh tools that are really handy so go check them out uh they've been really uh nice to me here uh recently and we'll talk about that more here in a bit too but so there's been arthur you want to say something what you you looked at me like you wanted to say something the next 
Blue Jackets trip, I'm coming with you. Absolutely. Nice. Start a Muller Young. That's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Papa was talking about it. Absolutely. Papa was talking about it. Absolutely. We lo- would love to take you, my awesome niece Harper, to a Blue Jackets game. And you can see Stinger in a Blue Jackets game. It's just going to be a fun oh, yeah. time. Stinger's pretty rad, too. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of people give him uh, – Give him like hell for the whole Stinger thing, but personally, I like I like Stinger. You know, you know, I've just come to accept it. It is what it right. is. I never, you know, I never got the idea of having a green bug for a team that has a Civil War theme named after Union soldiers. But you know, it is what it is. So I've just thought that if I was the Blue Jackets, I would keep Stinger and go like do it like what the Reds do and have like multiple mascots. Have yeah, right. Mascot. The Guardians do the same thing. Yeah, yeah they have the, the hot dogs. Too. Yeah, and the slider. Reds, too. Red, yeah. Reds and Guardians have multiple mascots. So if I was the Blue Jackets, I would look at the Reds and Guardians and have multiple mascots. Have Stinger and have your Union Soldier mascot. I think Cavs do it too. They got Moondog. Yeah. They also have the Cavalier guy with the you know it looks like the sword you know with the sword and the hat and mustache and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um. So yeah. Um. Talking talking about the Blue Jackets a little more. Um. They've had four games since our last podcast. Our last podcast was on December 28th of last year, yeah. uh, I believe. And yeah. uh, so out of their last uh, – so that's four games, but out of their last five games, they're one and four. Yeah. Um, so not super great. But yeah. um, luckily, I was able to witness their um, first win in seven games. They had a seven-game losing streak. Uh, up until literally New Year's Eve, so they lost to the Hawks uh, uh, five to, uh, the Blackhawks five to two the first time, the Islanders uh, one to two the second time, Sens over to oh to four, they got a shutout on us uh, at their home. Caps uh, we just lost to last night six to two. So uh, the one that they did win against was uh, the Blackhawks the New Year's Eve game, which I got to attend and they won that four to one. So yeah. you want to know it really weird fact yeah um the buddy i go with like we almost always go uh to every game like together sometimes yeah. go with my family or whatever but um he's been to about 10 games now yeah he hasn't seen them lose at home once oh god i'm super jealous <laughs> I, i've only seen one loss and that was the bruins game earlier this year but i was so enamored by the we got to do like a cool tour Oh. Like the whole thing, so like that kind of made up for the loss. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm jealous of your friend being going to games and not being able to see the Blue Jackets lose. Yeah, and like I said, in two years, he's literally had like um, uh, he's literally had like ten games he's gone to and like nothing. It's just crazy. Pretty cool though. Um, hopefully he doesn't get you know disappointed too disappointed, and the and. Yeah, and the one we saw too, there was that weird goal by Johnny Goudreau where he kind of like punched it in at the very end, and then went to go review it. But oh, since yeah. it had hit Kevin Fiala's stick, like Kevin Fiala swung for it and hit it in the net, yeah, even more. So that was yeah. pretty cool. There I enjoyed was, seeing that. That when that happened, there was flashbacks because last last March, that was an LA game, LA Kings yes. game. So so sorry, different. But, totally no, no, different but listen, you, you but that were, was the last game that they had won before yeah, New Year's Eve, and I've been to both those New games. And yeah. last yeah, luck, March 2022, I, I was in Columbus to see the Blue Jackets play, and they're playing the Kings, and they thought they won it in overtime. 
and it got called back on offsides, and then the Kings scored a goal after that, and it was like, oh shoot. So then when that when that happened, my mind goes, oh shoot. I hope it's not like that game last year where they they score and they think they win, and then it gets called back. Yes. But yeah, uh, do you honestly worry about that. Well, and they review every goal. But, um, so like we were not alone. Like half the stadium was already out, like heading out the doors. And at the very top of the escalator, there's a TV there, and we all stopped right there in the concourse yeah. to watch. And yeah. then it was just funny. We made, you know, like everyone's a fan there, so you can, like everyone's like friendly to each other because everyone's a fan. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, a little bit of drama during that game. So that was Seth Jones's first time back yep. at um at Nationwide Arena since he had been traded. Uh, over a year ago now. That was the season before last, right? Yeah. So he got traded in the uh, right after the 2020-2021 season, and he was supposed to come back uh, last season. Like a rental, right? He was supposed to be a rental. Now, set for I'm talking about like Seth Jones was supposed to come back to Columbus last season, but then he got coronavirus, and then that killed that idea. So he had to wait a full another season for him to come back to Columbus for the for the first time. Oh yeah, okay. I got you coming back. I got you. I got you. I got you. I thought you meant like he was he was originally supposed to be a rental, and we we're supposed to get him back after their playoffs no. or something like that. But yeah. yeah. Um. So then that was nice seeing him. Uh, Seth Jones, uh, much respected. I have nothing bad to say about him, really. No. Uh. Oh, we got a comment. Badgery fifty five. What up? How you doing today, Badgery fifty five? They're saying hey, hello, what's up, guys? What's up with you? We're doing it. We're doing it live. How you doing today? You a Blue Jackets fan or hockey fan? How'd you find this? Um. So then <laughs> there was a video, like a welcome back video, and they happened to combine it with the Max Domi welcome back video. Um, yeah. Which, as soon as his face was shown up on screen, everyone just started doing, <laughs> including yep. myself. Um, yep. <laughs> and you know. Um, there's people around us, this older lady in front of us, who like probably doesn't get on social media or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I saw her turn to her husband. And I heard her say, why are they booing? And he he told her because he knew what, what it was. And she's like, oh, okay. Because, you know, wh- whoever's not in the know, he had said yeah. some comments about Columbus that he claims were a joke now. But they weren't. Uh, they weren't. And he said some bad shit. But Badri says they're good. Nice, dude. Well, I hope uh, I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, if you got it, you know, we like to read off a lot of the comments. So while we're, um, while we're live, and also thanks for joining us from Twitch. Twitch yeah. has our least amount of views. Um, Badri, I was talking about Max Domi, um, and Seth Jones being welcomed back to um the Blue Jack. I'm sorry, the Blue Jackets Arena for the first time since they both were traded. So, um, yeah, Max Domi was uh. You know, said some said some interesting things. Kevin over there, I got lightning comments. <laughs> CBJ, let's go. Yeah, he just uh, Kevin just commented CBJ for the audio listeners there. Um, but yeah, that was just a little drama. It was kind of funny. Max was down there. He laughed, but he knew it was coming. He laughed about it. Um, you know, he he tried to clarify it was a joke because it was like obviously the the, the pandemic was going on. It's like, okay. obviously, what What do you mean? Like, yeah, well, you no, said something. I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to call that out because last season, 
Yeah, see, there's my comment again. <laughs> um, I have to call that out because last season there really was no restrictions that you really couldn't go anywhere to visit your family. So there people could have visited his family. If it was the 2020-2021 season, okay, I get it. The I think it says more about him and his family sense. than it does Columbus. Makes sense, but last season your family could have visited you. So that was just a dumb comment anyway. Right. Just getting texts from everyone tonight. Wow, I'm super popular. Look at that. Cool. Man, fantastic. Okay, so we talked about the last couple games. Um, we'll talk about the next games kind of coming up. We got the Hurricanes um, tomorrow, 4 p.m. That might be a rough one. Um, <laughs> might be a rough one. But, you um, know, the Blue Jackets have a history for some apparent reason that they do better against team better teams. teams like better. I, they play to their level, and it's like when yeah. they play other teams. I mean, maybe part of that is like the coaching, maybe like giving some more minutes to some like um, lesser kind of like like players, so to speak. But uh, Badri fifty five asks, "Do you guys play soccer?" Um, I used to when I was young. I played all the way through my senior year until I broke my foot in the middle of a game, middle middle of a soccer game. I was really unfortunate. Uh, affected my. Uh, you know, it's right before playoffs and everything like that, and uh, it sucked. But um, I watched some of the World Cup this year. Not really hardly much of it, but, yeah. yeah. No, we're more into hockey. Uh, hockey here. And, uh, you know, I, I like baseball. Yes. I like I like a little bit of everything. Of uh, our, our football soccer, as well. Our soccer friend. Uh, yeah, Badger says Messi with the heart. Yeah, absolutely. Go crew. Uh, thanks for the – thank you for that. I appreciate it. Oh, crew. <laughs> yeah, um, you know Columbus crew, Padre? You familiar? They're pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, so the next thing I'm, on my notes here is – I don't remember what I was saying before. That probably doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, just say, hey, they got the win 4-1. It was a good game by them, a real good second period. They scored two goals, and then you got another one in the, you know, the third period. They went 4-1. Another oh. good game from Krill Marchenko. So yes, yeah. got to see Marchenko live and in action. I got to attend that game and it was really fun. Um, that was a uh, such a great game to go to. I was so glad to see another win. The 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 two most recent games I've been to have been their two most recent wins. Um, after the game too, that for New Year's Eve they had fireworks indoors, Every and I was I was expecting I don't know like an indoor. Fireworks show. Badri says they're from Pakistan, so ice hockey not popular here. I can believe it, dude. I can believe it. Oh man, that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, maybe like field hockey or lacrosse. But so after the whereas it is fireworks, and then throughout the night in, around the concourse, they were doing like face painting. They were doing um, all sorts of fun stuff for kids and adults alike. I got uh, a free calendar. The first ten thousand fans got calendars. Oh sweet! And this thing is pretty awesome. It's got the uh, the players all up inside of it and everything. This good old Gus Nyquist. Um, hopefully, I mean, what's going to happen is like one or two of those guys in that calendar are going to get traded. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the time the month comes around that their month is on, you're going to be like, oh man, I missed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, wow. well, that's the way she goes. But uh, super super fun game. I love the New Year's Eve thing. The fire. Oh, well, I was talking about the fireworks show. I was expecting something kind of smaller, like stage, like something you'd see like behind the stage at like a, like a like a rock concert or something, right? Yeah, dude, this show impressed impressed the hell out of me. This was 
pretty awesome actually i was very surprised because um the fireworks were big we could feel the heat from the fire they had stuff falling from the jumbotron they had fireworks that would go up and blow up like right above the glass like uh, like like three feet above the glass and they like they popped really loud it was so cool so i'm glad to be a part of that um and i think i might have to go back next year for it too you know that's that's a credit to the Blue Jackets, and that's one of their most popular games that they do all season. Is the it was Steve packed. People love that game. It's like that's the one that people want to go to. Besides, like the home opener, New Year's Eve, and a playoff game, <laughs> like that. Those are the ones that people want to go to, and the Blue Jackets really do a great job with those, dude. The the Blue Jackets organization. I mean, as much as we've been harping on, like you know, maybe like coaching and players, and then maybe not doing so well this year. The Blue Jackets organization is one of the classiest organizations in the NHL, in my opinion. Yeah. Not just because I'm a fan, but just like uh, I, they're the people who work there are some of the most friendliest people to me. Like I when agree. I went with my nephew, like this this lady, um, I was walking by. She was just like an usher. She goes, "Hey, make sure you go get him a first game puck," and like just sat and talked to us just for like a, a couple of seconds. Oh, she God. was so nice. All the people behind the counters have been nothing but nice. I, They're all cool. I absolutely agree with that. And just, you know, I know that uh, both of us have, are fortunate enough to have the chance to work with the Blue Jackets on different, uh, you know, professional endeavors. And both from what I've learned from you and what my own personal experiences, the Blue Jackets are awesome and that they're just a great, fun organization yeah. to work with and you know and do Top stuff and bottom they really are absolutely cool so one of the things the blue jacket staff does um and does really well is they do the behind the battles and sorry if you hear me tearing paper i don't know why i'm doing that. um yeah. they do the behind the battles and yep. the third one for this year was released so this may address my conspiracy theory a little bit from last week um so the the behind the battle this this that was just released was covering the global series in Finland that the Blue Jackets went to do, and a um, bunch of other games too. A bunch of other games, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Bodger says nice cat, both of you. Ha, <laughs> thank you. This okay. one's this one's not Blue Jackets. It's an Adidas cat. But yeah. so Kevin's represents just for any anyone who doesn't know, Kevin's represents the American Civil War. Yeah. And um, the Union soldiers who were the um, the victors, and so the good guys, <laughs> yeah, very much the good guys. Yeah, that's the way the we look at it. Especially that's what the Blue Jackets are named after. They're named yeah. after the Union soldiers and the Kepi right here is what is what is who what fought against slavery. So that's just really cool. Part yeah. of one of my favorite things about the Blue Jackets, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so cool. And I can't wait to do um. I have some more work with the Blue Jackets coming up too. I'll be able to show you guys soon. But soon, soon. I'm really excited for this partnership. Um, but yeah, so the behind the battle was pretty cool. Um, so to address the conspiracy theory I was talking about last week, um, there's still one hidden video. And personally, I think it's less of a conspiracy. I think they may have taken down one of the shorter or slightly longer global series because it was going to be covered in the... Um, the behind the battle. And I think they were just they were just removing that so it could be on a different thing, so people wouldn't. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? People wouldn't see this. It wouldn't be redundant. They don't see the same coverage on both. So yeah. that's just what I'm thinking. That's a nice piece. 
<laughs> Thanks, Badri. I appreciate it. Um, so that's all of the, con the controversy. Go watch the Behind the Battle. It's on YouTube. Um, it's really nice. It's really cool to see. I mean, good to see the players having fun and, you know, bonding because, you know, everyone knows it's been a rough year for us. Um, you know, that's uh, it's just if the, the people it's probably hardest on is the players. Yep. I mean, we all like, well, yeah, we're all bummed about it at the end of the day. I'm going to be a fan, whatever happens. Um, but, you know, the players, uh, I mean, you don't want to lose. You don't want to go out there and lose. That's not your job is to lose. Your job is to win. And so, you know, it is what it is. Sorry, I'm kind of forehead streaming. I'm looking down right now at all my notes. Um, it's whatever. We had audio listeners here, too, as well. We appreciate all the downloads over on Spotify. Um, you can catch, oh, and Apple Music, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, make sure you check us out there as well if you want to listen to the audio. Um, but while I'm talking about all that stuff, so um, I'm going to take a pause uh, to do some ad reads here real quick. Yes. Um, from our wonderful friends. Our wonderful, dude, they've been so cool. Uh, I've done some cool streams, like I talked about earlier with them and whatnot. But um, I did that one time, that one thing with you, that one time, yeah. that was good. Badri asked, does the Brew Jackets have a Facebook page? We do. Yeah. Yes. Um, you can look us up, I think, at the Brew Jackets. Yes, Brew Jackets. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can find it. It's got our logo in there. Um, right. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on uh, uh, YouTube. Technically TikTok, but I haven't uploaded anything because <laughs> I don't yeah, I like do. TikTok. I, don't, I, I have a hard time, you know, getting myself to download on my phone because <clears throat> Chinese spyware. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it's whatever. It's whatever. I, I don't and, you know people I, who use it. Not, not to sound like old man yells at my cloud, get off my lawn here, but it's like, I, I feel like a boomer when it comes to this. Like, I don't get it. It's like, what's the point of TikTok? Well, thanks, Badri. Badri says they uh, liked it and followed us on Twitter. We appreciate all the follows. It's, uh, you know, it helps us grow the channel and then which, uh, you know, in turn helps us grow the Hockey Podcast Network as well. And then they're able to help us out even more so we can do more cool things like, the, like, like giveaways and stuff like that, which I think we'll be doing something here soon like that. Wink, wink. To the audio listeners, you didn't see me wink. But yeah, anyway, I'm gonna do this ad read real quick. I'm gonna do the little the little video here real quick. Yeah. Oh, that song always gets me dancing. It's so funny. Um this is kind of a different one. Um, but bear with me here. The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wildcard around action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Sorry, NFL and NHL, maybe. NFL. To go off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet backed up, back up to $10. Action show good. Why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? Um, DraftKings is a pretty, pretty dope app. Um, you know, as we are well aware of, and many people are well aware of, um, 
you know, sports betting just became legalized in Ohio. So pretty cool. You know, make sure you check it out. Uh, DraftKings is super easy to use. Um, you know, the super easy to find players and games you want to bet on. So if you're interested in that, check it out. Um, you know, download the, uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Hit my keyboard. Uh, new customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 and free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Uh, minimum age and eligibility can apply. Uh, see below wherever the wherever this video is posted. Look below in the comments or or whatever. But ooh, we got a couple more comments here. Sean Butcher, hey, what's up, my dude? Uh, one of my favorite people from the uh, uh, from the THPN stream, and he joins us here pretty often. Uh, what's up, hey man? I'm doing great. How are you doing tonight? Um, Badri asks, are you from Ohio? Yes, sir. I am from Northeastern Ohio. And uh, my co-host here, Kevin, is from Illinois. Yeah, so uh, I do. I wish I lived in Ohio, but I do have lots of family connections to the state of Ohio. But uh... um, dude, dude. Uh, so Sean is a uh, Nashville Predators fan, and I saw this game last night. I watched it because partially because of you, Sean, and you say sorrows. Oh man, what a game last night! Hey, I like, saw literally historic. Sixty-four saves. Yeah, basically, I saw something on Twitter last night that like uh, Carolina was shooting them crazy and should have scored a lot of goals, but because of UC Soros, he saved like five goals over expected average, and that's what kept him in the game and won it. Sixty-four saves. That means that they would have had to make like more than sixty-four shots at that point. I think they yeah. did score at least one. That's insane. Absolutely insane. I wish I had him on my fantasy team. <laughs> uh, I wish, I wish, but it's the way she goes. I got some good, uh, good goalies on my fantasy team anyway. But um, Badger says, "Is this app internationally accepted?" I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, yeah, like if you read the disclaimer, uh, if you scroll down on Twitch, the disclaimer is um, like one of the panels. And it'll tell you, I think, where, um, like, what what states or countries you're able to use it in. So uh, check it out. Like I said, I'm not 100% sure, but um, I'm sure they have some sort of international thing somewhere. Like, they almost have to. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, with, uh, with all the sports betting talk, there's some maybe some new players to bet on here. Uh, we have Patrick Line is back. He came back, uh, what, right before New Year's? Yeah. Uh, he was out with COVID. Nice to see him back. <gasps> nice to see him back. Um, My God, Johnny Gaudreau. And guess guess who else is going to be back very soon? Nick Can't Blankenberg. wait. No one can wait. Yes, Mr. Nick Blankenberg. He was seen skating around at a practice the other day. Um. And he's looking looking healthy. He's participating in practices. I'm super excited to see him come back. Um, you know, the energy he brings is pretty awesome. Um, Scoring a goal on a broken ankle, helping the Blue Jackets win the game is so fucking cool. <laughs> so cool. Like, what a what a top dog, man. Like, just for that alone, like, they should extend his contract at least a year. 
you know <laughs> like like how like the like the, like those spirit and the heart that that guy's got can't be re replaced like oh, yeah God. if you got like the like a majorly skilled player like well like a defender like Gavrikov or something then yeah i mean if we got another <laughs> Gavrikov, sure but that's he's, there's no chance Gavrikov's um, a he's a glutton for punishment too because he blocks like five shots in a row and they say god yeah. that was a block well Nick Blankenberg laid down one of, in one of uh, in front of one of Alexander Ovechkin's shots earlier this year. Yeah. So man, you just can't you can't buy that. You can't you can't just buy that. It's so cool. Uh, a couple other new injuries though, unfortunately. Uh, Daniil Tarasov, he's uh, day to day right now with an upper body injury. Kind of low key since we saw um, Merzlikens come back and Corpusala both come back here recently as well. Um, Corpusala has been doing great in net so far. Um, Merzlikens actually did fairly well last night. I don't think the game there was like one goal that maybe he looked was kind of dumb. Yeah. Um that he maybe could have stopped. But other than that, it's now. They just like it's almost like they relax in front of Elvis because he's Elvis Merzlikens and he's supposed to be able to stop whatever. But yeah. like look, I, you can't relax the defense because No. I Oh, Sean Butcher says there's a lot of boring games today. Yeah, dude, let me what else? I is don't necessarily like I don't when you look at this season and even last season and probably season before that, you know, and stuff, I just don't necessarily think they play as well in front of Merzlikens compared to Corfasalo. It's, it's like, like they're just it, like, oh, he'll stop it. Yeah. Well, yeah, he'll stop like, you know, like 30 of 33 shots, but you can't let them just rip them like without yeah. challenging them all the time like that. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so uh we also have Eric Robinson out recently. Uh he is day-to-day -day upper body, but I have also heard that he was seen back skating with the practice at yeah. practice too. He got whacked into the boards pretty good and I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. And his the side of his head hit the wall. Yeah. And it like dazed him. I think. I mean, you gotta go into concussion protocol at least for that. Like, you never know. Like, yeah. better safe than sorry. Oh yeah, Sean Butcher says there's a lot of boring games today. Um, I'm just looking at the NHL this round real quick. So, um, Preds, Caps, Panthers, Wings, Lightning, Jets, Yotes, Hawks. Okay, so the yeah. Yotes and Hawks. Blackhawks. There's there's only one team in the entire NHL who has less points than us. They have four less points, and that is the Chicago Blackhawks. We need the Blackhawks to win <laughs> this game. Yeah. We, we just need both the Blackhawks and Coyotes to, to, to win to win games. Yeah. That will get us this that much closer to Connor, but future Blue Jacket Connor Bedard. Um, you know, <laughs> you know Blackhawks, in the 2016-2017 the season, the Blue Jackets went on a 16-game winning streak, the most ever in Blue Jackets history. So – why don't you uh, you, you do that, Blackhawks? Go on a 16-game win a row winning streak. You know, do good for um, uh Sean Butcher asks, are any of your Blue Jackets participating in the All-Star games? Uh, Johnny Hockey, but anyone else? No. Uh, Johnny Goudreau. Hey, we're just about to talk about that here in the little next little segment because we're going to try to power through this. We're going to try to do a, about 15 more minutes of the episode. So uh, Battle of the Tankers. Oh, yeah. The other games yet are Islanders Flames and Sharks and Ducks. Also, we need Anaheim. And the Sharks to both win. So I'll be watching the Yotes and Blackhawks for sure and the Sharks and Ducks for sure. You know, uh, unfortunately, cheering for the Blackhawks, unfortunately. Maybe not yeah. unfortunately. I don't mind the Ducks. But I'm going to be cheering for the Ducks and Mr. Tre Trevor Zegras tonight. So pretty interesting. Blue Jackets play the Hurricanes tomorrow at 4 p.m. 4 p.m.? What? 
Oh, Saturday. Okay. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, that's going to be a really tough game. We talked about that a little bit earlier, but I'm going to try to power through this next little bit uh, really quick so that way we can get to talking about the World Junior Championship. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Eric Robinson day-to-day. Um, Boone has like another two weeks or so yet um, for the broken thumb. Can't wait for Boone Jenner to get back. E- even after missing like, what, like uh, it's like four to seven games, seven games or so. Even with missing that, he's still a second in points right now. Let's see. He has 30 games played as opposed to Johnny Gaudreau's 37 and Gustav Eichmann's 37. So, yeah, he's missed seven games. And he's still second in points right now. Here, I'll show everyone. Oh, when I, when I backed out. Oh, well, no, I won't. So for you heard what I said. <laughs> I don't need to show you. Uh, yes, uh, as Sean was saying, Johnny Gaudreau is the league's choice. So, like, you know, the National Hockey League gets 32 players. Um, they, they, they just take one from each team according to what their, uh, like, uh, metric is to get people on there. And then... Um, there's going to be 12 additional skaters, I think, for each conference, not each division, right? Maybe it's division. I don't know. There's going to be 12 additional skaters voted in by fans. The fan vote ends January 17th. You can vote at NHL.com or the NHL app. Um, go do that. And you, you can't vote for someone who has been down in the AHL between December 1st and January 1st, So, um, which would be kind of weird anyway if that was your – um, all-star personally so like who would be your pick kevin as the fan vote well from, from cbj yeah so it'd have to be Jonas corpusalo because Dude. he's been so good for the blue jackets this that's season. a great point so i was just thinking skaters that's a great point actually bring the gold goaltender up and so good so he's been, good. he's been so good yeah and it just sucks that we that he keeps getting losses from us then too because he's been he doesn't play like he's losing. Well, uh, yeah. Jonas is a good choice. I'd almost have to say, I mean, you can't vote Blankenberg in because he was out the whole month of December, I believe, um, in injury and everything. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, looking at our points totals, I mean, why not Patty Line? You know, Line, Jenner, Nyquist would be good choices. I can't go. I don't think either. Um, but then also, if not Line. Kent Johnson would be cool. Yes. Honestly, I would vote there's so, like yeah, Chinikov as well, but he's been out, so he can't do it right anyway. Um, that or if we look at our defenders, literally Gavrikov has been killing it this year. He's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. There's rumors about him getting traded to somebody yet. Uh, people are looking to shop for him. So um, first round draft pick. Yep. Hopefully, that's what they're asking for him from what the the things I've been hearing. So, but yeah, um, go vote. Don't forget to vote. It's going to be a fun time for everyone. I know a lot of people will bitch about the All-Stars, but personally, I enjoy just like I enjoy seeing the camaraderie between players who aren't on the same team. Uh, players have friends all over the league. It's a small league. They all know each other for the most part, uh, yeah. know of each other at least. And so it's really cool to see, you know, like them like joking around and having fun on the ice, you know, ribbing each other. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, so. I want to, uh, this last few minutes here, maybe about 10 or 12 minutes or so, I want to talk about the double IHF World Junior Championship uh, happened in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, as many people are aware, the Blue Jackets had three prospects in there, um, and they all performed amazing 
because they were all on the Czechia team. Mm-hmm. And just absolutely cool. Um, so we'll start off with the first one, David Yurchek. Uh, you may have seen him play in two uh, Columbus Blue Jacks NHL games earlier this year, right? I believe he, he played for us. He has and, uh, games with the Blue Jackets. Yeah, pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, back to Sean Butcher says they love the All-Stars, plus it really never gets uh, serious. It's mostly just them playing around. Absolutely, yeah. It's just cool to see them, like, just getting out there and, and having fun, having fun with it and everything. Um, so, year check uh, ended the tournament. Uh, okay, so first I should say, Czechia, the team that has our three prospects on it, got to the finals against Canada, and it was a battle. The only team to beat Canada the entire tournament um, in the earlier stages of the tournament was uh, was Czechia. Yep. They had beat them 3-2 to in OT. Well, at the come to the finals, they lost 3-2 to in OT. What oh, a great battle by Czechia. Um, they, they had every right being there in the finals. This is one of the best years they've ever had. Um, and, uh, you know, Canada was a powerhouse, though, this year. They, Shane Wright, they had um, um, yeah, Shane Wright, they had uh, Connor Bedard and Adam Fantilli. And granted, their other teammates were fantastic too, but those three powerhousing through there. Um, so your check ended the so he's a defender, mind you. He ended the um, the tournament with three goals, four assists that makes uh, seven points. and do you know what award he got, Kevin? Did you see that? That's defenseman for the tournament. Yep. The directorate award. So that's from the, the tournament people, I guess. Um, so yes. Good. Best defender in the tournament. That's so cool. Um, you know, that's uh, he's he's played a few NHL games for the Blue Jackets. Um, can't wait to see him play some more. Like he looks like almost just ready, uh, ready for it. That, that shot that he had to tie the game against Sweden, that slap shot from the point, was wow. It, to me, it's very reminiscent of a shot that like a, a Shea Weber oh, had, yeah. or, or a P.K. Subban or from a Blue Jacket standpoint, like a Seth Jones or like a James Wisniewski. Dudes who could just, just shoot it like crazy from the point with a bomb. Yeah. Huge or like – like how Gabby kind of can do it when he like when he's wants to his his aim's a little off quite often but you know, Gabby can kind of do it as just comparing him to another defenseman. Um, yeah, you bring up the Sweden game. So this is how they got to the finals: was they beat Sweden two to one in overtime. That was a close. That was a nail biter. That was such a cool game. Um, yeah, and tough loss in the final. But anyway, back to a couple of uh, the next two. So we had Stanislav Svozel. Um, he ended the tournament with one goal, seven assists for eight points. Uh, Sposal uh, is tied at fifth. Well, technically maybe fourth or third because there's other ties too. Uh, and fifth tied three ways for the most assists in this tournament. Uh, Stanislav was the captain. Juracek was the assistant captain. Um, so uh, – Svozil really showed up. I mean, that's another great one. I can't wait to see him on the NHL ice at some point. Um, what a what a great leader out there um, for Czechia. Um, really cool to watch. I saw Jacob Voracek comment on Czechia uh, last night. He's like, uh, I've never been so fucking nervous or something like that. 
Uh, he says fuck a lot in this post. That's pretty hilarious to me. I appreciate it. I like it a lot. Like the type of guy he is based off of what I know of his press conferences. <laughs> yeah. He don't Great take much board. shit. Um, and yeah, so Jacob Borchek being Czechian. So, the you know, tie all ties in together. And then the final uh, prospect is Martin uh, Rishabi. Uh, he ended the tournament with one goal, two assists, um, three points. So, uh, Czechia was ranked first in scoring efficiency. So that means they had they didn't have the most shots, but they had the most goals compared to their shots. So like most of the shots they did take, well, not most of them, but they had more girl, goals per shot. You know what I'm saying? Like I think uh, Canada had like 276 shots the whole tournament, but then they had like only a certain amount of goals. You know, so they had like a percentage, like a, a efficiency percentage of like 17. We had like a 19%, which is insane. Um, but yeah, tough loss. Um, so a little bit more about the World Junior Championship. Um, we mentioned them earlier. Uh, Team Canada. We have a future <laughs> knock on wood. So Connor Bedard and Stanislav uh, Svozel are our friends. Apparently that's one of his like best friends or something, which is yeah. really cool. Um He's also friends with Kent Johnson. I think they played on Team Canada together last year. Um, I think. I'm not 100% on that. But they are friends. I know that. Um, Connor Bedard, he broke the Canadian single tournament record with 23 points. And he is now the all-time leading scorer of the fucking double IHF. World Juniors Tournament Championship. He is the all-time leading scorer. He, the, the record for all-time had been held since like 1973. I can't remember exactly who was holding it, holding it, but 23 points to be the all-time leading scorer. This kid is something special. It's definitely, I mean, I make jokes about it, but like le- legitimately, like I mean, this is some generational talent. Uh, and then yeah, I guess on that team he didn't show up as much for the tournament. I don't think I don't know what was really going on, uh, but like when he was needed, he was there, and that was um, uh, Adam Fantilli. You know, he did uh, he did well when he was out there, but like he was he was kind of low key. But he was like low key, like also doing great. Like like you didn't see him do like amazing things like Bedard, but you didn't see him make mistakes. Right. You know, the, the consistency for a young guy like that is awesome. I can't wait to. Can't wait to see those two in the NHL someday too. If, even if it's not for my team, uh, you know, see if they become the next Ovechkin, the next Sidney Crosby, something like that. But pretty cool. Um, yeah, and uh, I will just mention one more time. Yeah, I did some um, live streams over. Did some live streams over at the uh, uh, THPN YouTube. That was really fun. Um, we, I mean, we were also connected to Twitch and everything like that. Everyone was really fun to talk to during the World Junior Championships. Um, yeah, but that's a, that's about all I got for today's episode. I have something to share oh, with you. You got you. something awesome to share, actually. I just saw what that was. So take it right. away, Kev. Okay, so um, if you want to see this better, go to Union Blue Soldiers on Twitter and uh, check that out. Uh but last season, I'm really big into Civil War stuff, especially with the Blue Jacket Civil War theme. To, 
I'm, I have two Union soldiers in my family that fought in the Civil War. One's buried in Ohio. One's buried in Illinois. And the Blue Jackets, every time they win, they pass out a kepi, just like the one that I'm wearing. Another the, fun way for them to use their Civil they War. They pass team. it to like their like like the team that who the team think did the best that night. Or yep. actually, it's the last person who had the kepi yep. passes right. it to the next person. So yep. unfortunately, I wish the list was longer. But yeah, well, well <laughs> I started this last season uh, on who which Blue Jackets player got the kepi, and last year, thirty-seven times a Blue Jackets player got a kepi, and Elvis Merzlikens won the most with four. This year, so far, the Blue Jackets have won eleven times, and in that eleven times. These are the players who've won it. Nick Blankenberg, Johnny Gaudreau, mm-hmm. Daniil Tarasov, Jonas Korpisalo, Vladislav Gavrikov, Sean Karawi, Daniil Tarasov again, Jonas Korpisalo wow. again, Vladislav Gavrikov again, Krill Marchenko, and Jonas Korpisalo again. Ooh. So Jonas Korpisalo so far leads the Blue Jackets with three Union awesome. Cappy wins. That's pretty awesome because, like, like we were talking about earlier. I mean, he'd be a great fan vote for, uh, for the uh, All Stars for sure. He's, you know, I see a lot of comments on Twitter. A lot of people who complain about certain players, like Merzlikens, has been one of them this year. I think he's just having a rough year. Now, here's something that I had talked about with one of my buddies um, in real, like, the other day, and it was. Um, so, you know, Elvis Merzlikens just had their first child. Johnny Gaudreau just yep. had his first child very yep. recently. Yep. And the thing is, whether you're famous or not, whether you can afford a nanny or whatever, that first year, and your yep. sleep your sleep schedule is going to be destroyed. Yeah, you're going to be a little more stressed. You're going to be a little more tired. Um, and honestly, could that affect your play? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. So by next year, I'm sure they'll have like a really nice. Um, and I'm just I'm kind of joking about that, but it, it is serious too. Like it fucks up your sleep. Does, like yeah. you try like just try to wake up like two times every night in the middle of the night for to you know. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to bed. Just try it one time. It sucks. Yeah, I don't have any kids myself, but I am. I've uh, you know plenty of nieces and nephews. I've seen it happen, and right. you know no like not knocking that at all like i'm i enjoy that they're growing their families that's super cool yeah uh just you know just just saying <laughs> right right no but uh, you're absolutely right on uh, on that yeah. so so whenever you know the next time the blue jackets win it'll be Jonas corpusalo he will be the one that passes the cappy off to the person who he thinks was the best that game Excellent. and that's to me, that's kind of the fun of it, because after each Blue Jackets one, you're like, ooh, I wonder who's going to get the cappy. Well, in the Blue Jackets themselves, like at home games, they have like the three stars of the game always. Yeah. When I went for the New Year's Eve game against Chicago, I think it was uh, Gus Nyquist, because he had two shorthand goals. One of them was an empty net. But it He's was, the uh... first player in Blue Jackets history to score two shorthanded goals in the game. Yeah, and we're like either we're like right at the top of shorthanded goals this year too in the whole NHL. Like the one thing we can kind of brag about is that we have shorthanded goals. And that something that was mentioned, uh, this has been mentioned multiple times during many Blue Jacket games, is that the Blue Jackets lead 
lead the NHL in scoring goals on the rush. 38% of their goals are scored on the rush. That's because our passing sucks. Well, <laughs> there's, some tr- there's, there's some truth to that. <laughs> but even if you took that oh away, but even if you took that away, I still think it's still a credit that they're leading the NHL in that because teams, cool. they've used that to their advantage where they've exposed some teams' weaknesses saying, okay, you're not, we can use that against you and you scored off the rush. You know, they lost the game against the Capitals, but, you know, all three of those goals, one of them got taken away a bit for offsides, but all those three of those goals got scored off the rush. And the the commentators watching the game last night keep making the comment that, like, the Capitals' defense, they need to tighten up. They're making too many mistakes. They're giving the Blue Jackets too many chances on the rush. They're doing this. You know, the game against the Blackhawks, they used their rush again. That, that Krill Marchenko goal that they scored was a quick quick goal. You know, two quick passes, boom, 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 Johnny Gaudreau, boom, Marchenko, shoot, boom. It's, you know, in the net, off the rush. So it's a credit to the Blue Jackets that they found, for now, that they found something that if they need something to score a goal, they can rely on it 38% of the time that it's probably going to go into into the net. Yeah. Oh, and that really, you know, you watch one game and you can see who's doing it too. So Lina and Gaudreau and Nyquist, but mostly I think, and then you know doing the the rushes up front. So I mean, some awesome players. Like, and quite honestly, yeah, we could vote Patrick Lyon, like the whole All Star thing too. I mean, it's not the biggest deal in the world, but you know, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to see some some new faces at the uh, at the All Star because it's all it's only like the last few years. Um, it's been Zach Rowenski or Seth Jones. Pretty much, right? Yeah, uh, Cam Atkinson was. Oh, and well, well deserved. He was a fantastic. He was player. there. At the 2017 All Star Game. It was Cam Atkinson and Seth Jones. Yeah, right. That's right. But I, I mean, I get it. Warinsky and Jones were. I mean, Warinsky and uh, Jones were two really good players, especially under a very aggressive defensive style system that Torts use that even makes you as a defenseman as a team even, you know, better, but I get it. Those were good choices, you know, back then. Yeah, buddy. Um, well, yeah, I'd like to maybe wrap it up here. Um, it's been a pretty informative show. I hope for those of you listening on audio, watching on YouTube, watching on Twitter, um, Facebook, wherever you're checking us out at, we appreciate it. Um, I'll go ahead and let you sign off, uh, Kevin, and I'll finish up. Yes, yes. So like uh, Hefty Duck has said before, many times on this show, go follow Brew Jackets on all social media platforms and, you know, whatever podcast platform you like, go listen to Brew Jackets there and, you know, you know, on YouTube, go watch it on YouTube and Twitch and everything else. I've said it before, you know, if you're in Columbus, go check out Union Soldier, the new Union Blue Soldiers themed beer made by Endeavor Brewing, a fun Blue Jackets themed beer available at many places in and around Columbus. So go check that out. Great beer. And then, uh, you know, go check out Union Blue Soldiers, fun Blue Jackets themed group that I run. Do we do marches and a whole bunch of other stuff? Go check that out. And for funsies, um, here's my brother got this for me for Christmas. It is a sweatshirt. Where you look like a Union soldier, and it is really cool. 
So yeah, check that check. So check that out. So that's all I have to say uh, for now. Anyways. Yeah, buddy. Well, um, yeah, I'll just finish off by mentioning um, our, uh, our partner, um, the hockey podcast network. They've been really great to us here recently. Uh, pretty, pretty awesome people to work with as well. Um, and with that, don't forget to use uh, code THPN at DraftKings. Um, I think you get a special little deal when you use code THPN there. But check it out. Um, you know, as always, there's disclaimers uh, below every uh, everywhere that this video is streamed at. Um, yeah, uh, I really hope that we're going to start off this year a little bit better with the Blue Jackets, but it's the way she goes. Um, New Year, same team. I said I said the title. <laughs> I had to finish, had to sneak it in there at the end. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for joining us from anywhere you're at here on the internet. Thanks everyone for uh, listening to us on audio on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we will try to uh, we will have an after dark episode tomorrow night. Uh, it's going to be kind of later in the night. You know, as usual, we'll be having a few more drinks, having some fun discussion. Um, you know, uh, there's going to be a game tomorrow. Um, We'll probably not talk about it much because we're off topic on After Darks, but we'll probably be back here Wednesday the 11th of around 6 p.m. then, too. So uh, thanks, everyone, for joining. CBJ! We'll, we'll CBJ you soon. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs>